Welcome to Elite Six Think Tank, an open discussion group with business owners who share their knowledge, experience, and skills. Good morning, everybody. I'm practicing being an introvert. Right, right. I might have a visit out here. I'm not sure who's just. Oh, he's checking out. Okay. Okay. We can start now. Yeah. I know. Rob's here. And Elise. Here's a bit of life for the party. So, if for the podcast listeners, if you haven't met Elise, um, she's a billboard celebrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on. That's perfect voice then. Brilliant, brilliant. All right, welcome along. Um, I think tank meeting. Everyone's behave. behave. Yeah. Right, our introvert is definitely an extrovert. Oh, yeah. All right, you might have a few extra faces here. Haven't met for a wee while. Uh, we've got Dean on my left here on the round corner. Mm-hmm. Whose children have just been fighting in the um, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Do they win? Yeah. Um, my daughter did. Nice. Son got second. Yeah. Yes, they did right. Well done. That's good. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. How's that so cool. is it? at the moment then? <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, Which one was fighting the world champs? Um, Maddie, it changed, the division changed, so no. Right, world champ celebrities, watch Sky if you want an update. Uh, anyone else not know anyone else here? Who's uh, with familiar faces? We've no one, everyone knows you. Everyone knows Elise. Yeah, she's got a small wee business is helping people with mortgages. All right, so um, last week's topic was it was obviously a riveting one. <laughs> discipline. And from from having discipline in our business, we all figured out that we all needed structure, we needed uh, habits, and we also needed to stay focused. Basically, the four qualities that not everyone can um, easily apply in their business. Um, next week's topic, I want this uh, meeting to finish up on the um, topic of guilt. Because I liked, I was going to make that this week's topic, but I forgot after I published all the topic for the weeks. So, if we can round this conversation into why we feel guilty in business later on, then next week's topic could be guilt. But if we morph into another topic, we'll pick that topic. But I'm trying to get you down the the road of uh, feeling about being guilty in your business when you take a day off during the week. So what are we doing this week? We're talking about structure and how we need structure in our business and things that you could do that would give you structure. Now, I'm not a coach, but I did hear a really good saying the other day, and I have to agree with it, coaches need coaching. Yeah, and I find that's a pretty cool one. That's good, and here's Stephen. All right, so um, first part, we've got four parts of the meeting. I've got, I'll, I'll explain how it works. I've got three balls. If you want to talk, put your hand up, I'll give you a ball. Uh, and if you want to talk after the person with the ball, you put your hand up. And then when I've got no balls, that's mean there's no more room. And then if you talk too long, I'll pry the ball out of your hand. And if that doesn't work, I'll throw a glass of water over you. And I have done that. But I try not to. So first, we've got four parts of the meeting. The first part is um, what's people's experiences with trying to have structure in their business. They will race out of the gate. Okay, I'll rephrase the question. Who has structure? in their business, at least with a ball. Good catch. Structure is really important in not just your business, but your day-to-day life in a way. I mean, you can, I find having my online calendar amazing. If it's not in my calendar, it's not in my life. And that creates, that I can create separation. It's not just my day, but I can also uh, check in with my team members and what they're up to as well, because it's the same. I get a phone call, I can tell you yeah, that Holly wasn't in the office, but she's so-and-so. So, could you live without your calendar? Hell no. I don't have one, I don't use one. But I'm wondering how can my business can survive without one, and yours wouldn't survive with one, without one. Do you know what I mean? Depending on your industry, I suppose. I have meetings, um, so I have those all in there. And then I have... <laughs> Um, meetings and uh, so yesterday I was on an advisory committee so that was put in there so everyone knew I was out of the office so if anything came in 
they can check up on it. Mm -hmm. I suppose it depends on the dynamic of your business, how big you are, and the type of business it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. Good there's a um, Oh, you've got a ball. Passing the ball was not in, but we'll let that happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, are we talking about the structures or system? No, structure. Kind of like, also fit into the systems, right? Well, okay, systems are part of your structure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to add to because I could not look without my calendar for sure, but it's also being able to, it, it's that brain power. If I know that on Monday afternoon I've got to recontact Fred Smith, then I don't have to think about that anymore, so I can just file it away and use my brain for something. So calendars are essential. I, I can always remember one piece, piece of it. This is dangerous. <laughs> David, David Clarkson with a name badge. Uh, it just in case I get lost. You know, why, would you, why wouldn't you wear a name badge? If you get lost, people have got to be able to say, David, come with me. David, <laughs> David's off to the outside. We're all lost. <laughs> That's why we're here. What do you mean off to it? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Anyway, um, I always remember a good piece of advice I got given by a woman called Wendy Day, who used to be, uh, used to offer her services out as an organiser. And she would help you organise your offices and generally do your thing. But one of the things that she said is that only have one diary. What you often find is that people will have one diary at home and one diary at work and they'll invariably put one appointment in one of them and not in the other and <laughs> they'll invariably forget the most important one. That's moving to Absolutely. Um, the other no. thing... Oh. <coughs> um. <laughs> Do you want to talk? No. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, the diary is important, but of course in this day and age you have an electronic diary so you can access it wherever you are. So last time I used a paper diary, it was about 1949. None's shaking their head. So <laughs> I know, but there are still sad people out there who use paper diaries. And I keep keeps Collins Publishers in business, I suppose. <laughs> Um, talking about structure though, um, in my business as an insurance broker you certainly need that around all of the paperwork and files and, and the systems and the, and the fact that so much of it is auditable that you actually have to have good structures around that stuff. But I, I guess the thing that saved me is that I write databases as well, so all of my client information is within a database. So I can access it readily and I can put all the pertinent information into it. Mm. Probably like to keep it a bit more simple after Nigel gives his comment. I did see you had a ball there, Nigel. Are you saying I'm simple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't say Simplex? Businesses are more than just diaries, though, aren't they? You just brought up databases. I've been trying to find some kind of a product on my computer, which kind of like ties everything together. And I've looked at two or three different ones, but I just don't seem to have the mindset to think, go there first and sort of mm. work from there. Does anyone have any thoughts on that? We're going to be talking about systems now, aren't we? Uh, yeah. well, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. There's more to just your time. Depends on your budget. It's pretty easy. Yeah. The, the, profit, the perfect one will be called Simprov. And then this will cost you about $4,000 to setting up and then paying monthly about $300 and sort of you can do whatever you want. Seriously, fantastic. I've been introduced uh, simple by one of the electrical company and then they are loving it. Get then, all things together. Yeah, their level is probably great. That's what we use. What is it Simpro. Yeah, but it's just customised for our top. Yes. Yes, oh, yeah. Simpro will be the top one. It gives Simpro a phone call and then they say, uh, maybe in your situation, maybe um, you have to try ServiceMate and the Tridify. I'm currently using Tridify, is so not really 100% happy with that. But it's cheap. All right, um, we've got Rob actually, and then you can grab a ball. Uh, there's two balls here. Rob, um, I, I think that we 
perhaps need to define what structure is. Thank you. Uh, and, and I'm Why don't you just come up and run the meeting? And I'm not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying necessarily I'm going to help you, but I'm, I'm going to throw a couple of things out that have come up in the last couple of minutes. So there's the structure of your own business, i.e. your your management or leadership or, or your business structure, i.e. are there staff or, or team members, are there middle managers, are there you know, executive levels, blah, 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 or are you all of those rolled into one? Um, and can you change that structure? But the other structure that I'm hearing as well, uh, as applies to my own business, is if there's like three or four tasks that you could, um, or categories that you could break down all of your tasks that you do in your business into, do you structure the time that you allocate to each one? So for example, um, if I am a trainer and I'm spending Monday to Friday nine to five creating the training, am I spending any time creating the customers? And am I spending any time on the accounts? Am I spending any time on my own personal development or anything like that? Which means, are we structuring our weeks to adequately reflect all the tasks that need to happen for a business to operate well? Right. I, I like what you've done with that actually, because that's kind of what I was going to do if I was running the meeting. Um, Elise. Kind of feeding on from that, how many people here sit down once a month, once a week, once a couple of weeks to actually work on their business. Have directors meetings, have, there we go, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> because that is so important. By the way, Mr. Cameraman, that's a few hands, not many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, interesting um, enough. So um, it's just working on it, not in it, and that's kind of leading from what you're saying is, I mean, I talked about the structure of my personal day-to-day, week-to-week, but in that we have our one-on-ones with our team, we have director's meetings once a month, and brainstorming meetings of actually working on the business, not just in it. All right, thank you. I'm just going to interlude here. I'm just going to liken it to if we were to build a house, and we would have to have structure to make it sustainable. Uh, what materials do we have to have? Like we have to have a good foundation, and then the building materials can vary, which can be the different types of businesses that we have. But we all need a roof, which protects us from the weather, which is the point of a structure, really, isn't it? So we were liking those things to a business. Sort of like, like Rob said, what do we actually? Did you look up the definition? Yeah, I did. Is that what you're going to talk about? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's go to Doctor Google. <laughs> Well, the reason you're getting shitty with your bull there, young lady, is you wouldn't give it back, so I introduced a new bull. I didn't give it back because I had something to say. say. So you didn't say that. Though. You went like, it's mine. Oh, she's going to throw it. Did we go for her or were you? Oh, let's go. Let's show my dominance. What a podcast should you, sorry. Structure. The arrangement of and relations between the parts or elements of something complex. Oh my god, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> or, the verb, or the verb, uh, construct or arrange according uh, to a plan, give a pattern or organisation to these. I'm hearing pattern. Yeah. Pattern's really good. Uh, Alright, where are we? I've lost it there. We've got a grumpy bum. So can I just uh, uh, carry on? Lady in blue. Okay. Alright, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So I guess um, some, of that, some of that would be to do with how you structure your day. So do you answer your emails first or midway through the day or how you set up your day. I mean, I don't have a set pattern of answering emails first or doing phone calls first or whatever, but um, yeah, I guess structuring your day is probably quite important. Mm -hmm. um, Christopher. Christopher. Lady in blue, please. Okay, ladies. Sorry, I don't want to talk anymore. No, no, I was just going to say that. Leads back to it. I see you're indecisive now, Diego. Be kind to Sharon time from here on. Yeah, I also use my diary as a time and motion. So even if I've got like all of this, this afternoon free, I will do something and then I'll actually go back and put it into my diary so that I do have my weekly reports and with um, a business coach and then my quarterly. Um, 
shareholders meetings and all the rest of it, so I can go back and say, okay, well, actually my, my sales haven't been that great this month, but if I go back and look at my diary and look at my time in motion, that's because I haven't got my nails done one too many times, or I've spent too much time doing management stuff and not enough time doing the sales, or whatever it is, so it's quite good just to make sure that whatever your working hours are, you fill in your diary so that you can then Mm. Back and I suppose you could theoretically uh, identify unproductive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your contribution. It was really nice, and your nails look lovely. You're welcome. And she's <laughs> giving me the ball back. <laughs> of course, I've given the ball back, uh, didn't I? Because I've got nothing more to say. I'll put it back to three. Well, yeah, who's next? Sorry. Yeah, I'm probably the not person to be still talking about structure because it's one of the most hardest, I'll most difficult off. things for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you think this was a Jehovah's Witness convention? I'm not a structural person <laughs> by nature, but I've had to work that part of myself into, out of my business, basically. Um, I use other people to bring structure into my life. Um, I delegate structure, so I get alerts from my office manager and stuff like that. So. That's a godsend. But one of the things I've found, um, whatever business, I think it's how you start your morning is really, really important. That's a, an a awesome time to have structure where you are planning your day or your week. Uh, you get yourself in a decent frame of mind or whatever you need to do whatever the hell, exercise or whatever. I, I think that's probably a good place to start if you're looking at structure. I'm hearing the word mindset. Yeah, yeah, is that, that is yeah. To, me, to me in business mindset's almost eighty percent mm. of business in my in my experience. It honestly, is yeah, yeah. No, I, I, ten times on that one. <coughs> is that a David Clarkson? I'm next. Smile. Yeah. Uh, okay. well, there you go. I'm lucky to be next. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> just, just put some uh, comment that Dean made about the to give us a whistle and. He's got jobs to do. I think if we're looking at structure, a couple of things to think about in terms of structure. One is what sort of business structure are you going to have? Are you going to have a partnership or a sole trader? Are you going to have a. Uh, like, sorry, you're going to be a sole trader? Are you going to go into partnership? Are you going to be a, a, a limited company? Are you going to be a not for profit organisation? What are you going to be? That's, that's one of the first things we've got to decide for ourselves. And oftentimes it's handy to go and get professional advice in that so that you, that you make the right decision. The, especially uh, things like uh, you get limited benefits of limited liability if you are a company and maybe it doesn't go well. Uh, if you have limited liability, you can oftentimes move away get burnt too badly and that's a, that's a function of structure. The other thing that I think about when I'm thinking about structure uh, and it's largely determined by size because the bigger we get the more we've got to focus on structure because you're starting to look around look at things like differentiation of tasks, specialisation for people that are helping you and that sort of thing. So your office managers are specialists, maybe you're your uh, account manager, if you've got one working for you, it's another specialist. You may have an IT person working for you, so you need an IT specialist. So you've got to build, the bigger you get, if you like, the more important it is that you have a clear structure with, with lines of accountability and all that sort of thing. And finally, and I'll finish it on this, is your structures can either be uh, hierarchical, which means that you have one structure that goes from the, the CEO at the top down to the, the workers at the bottom, if you like that team members. structure, or you can have a flat structure, which means you, maybe your CEO or a couple of people at the top, and then the balance of your structure is spread out below that, everybody being pretty much equal and contributing to the activities of the company. So if that's mm. the thing. That's cool. So just because we've got a few different businesses in the room. Um, how many staff have you got? Uh, 13. Lucky for some. <coughs> You've got? Six. Six. Anyone else got people working for them? Sharon. Sharon? Four. Four. <laughs> so when oh, you moved in many. to being a... <laughs> how many? Too many, so sure. Too no, many. Staff turnover was too high. 
So probably my point to that conversation is when you went from one man band to you would have had to change the whole structure and the way you did things and stepping away from uh, running it yourself and doing it yourself would have been the, probably the biggest leap. If you don't have structure and you have staff, it's just not team members. Team members. <laughs> you don't have structure and your team members. No <laughs> staff. Staff. Uh, no, that's cool. Where are we going with this, Mark? Yeah. Well, I, I went the other way. I went from 50 staff to the one man band. <laughs> and. Um, Are you that bad of a boss? That's <laughs> <laughs> high staff turnover. That is. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet it, bet it all happened in a week. <laughs> but I guess for me, you used to run a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. Each man's Titanic. Oh, sorry. Um, but I guess for me is that I brought across a whole range of transferable skills, which has been really useful, and I don't miss having 50 staff and all the issues that go around, 50 staff to be fair. And and so in my insurance brokerage, that's absolutely fine to be working on that. But it all is all around those systems and structures and picking up from what Elise said is taking the time to reflect on your business. So one of the, the, the skills that I brought across with me was really like a, and it just sits on my desktop uh, on the computer, a sort of a priority matrix type thing. So. Obviously, and for most of you as well, your, your key priority is your current clients you're dealing with. So they, are, they occupy the first section, and dropping down from that is what sorts of things are you doing with them. So I just make a note of that. Equally, you've also got elements in there around um, the, the paperwork that's allied with past client that needs to be refreshed and doing those things sort of thing. But there's the other section which is uh, based on the re regulatory framework that I've got to work towards and learn as well in this new FMA um, world. So that's part of part of what sits here. And so I target every Tuesday as my office day. Um, and but because my clients are sacrosanct, if if I need to have an appointment with a client on Tuesday, I do because that will take that space. But I'm having to force myself to to do those sort of then do you then ensure that you're blocking out a couple of hours on Wednesday to make up for your client meeting on the Tuesday? Uh, no, because my time is flexible and I'll, I'll do it when I need to. How many appointments would you have a week, just to put it in perspective? Um, not counting networking, because networking I do four, but uh, with clients, two or three. Yeah, so a different, um, maybe a cleaner or um, I don't know how many you do, but every industry is quite different on that side of it. Thank you. Uh, right. Uh, oh, it's you. <laughs> Go on, mate. I, he, he, hearing all the comments and, and Sharon's one really hit home here. A <laughs> <coughs> uh, lady in blue for those who aren't here. <laughs> that one thing popped in my head, and that is, if if you didn't. Um, proactively or reactively put into your diary uh, aka list of what you did today how, how do you know where you're spending your time and how, how do you know if you're spending enough time in certain places or too much time in certain places right and I actually think that imagine if you go back um, at the end of the year or the uh, the end of the quarter or month or whatever and tally up where am I spending my time who would know in this room where you're spending your time you know and, and if you don't know where you're spending your time you don't know if you should be spending your time there so the other thing that popped into my head is uh, you know, imagine if you're unstructured what's that like Rob? so I think, <laughs> well it kind of um, arg arguably puts us back on on track if you consider that structure is the opposite of unstructured. Unstructured is basically where you wake up in the day and you don't know what you're going to do, but you know you're going to do some work. And you're just going to go wherever the bright light shines and wherever your attention goes, but not necessarily to where you should be going. And, and I'll just give you an example of mine. I hate wrapping up the stuff that I sell online. 
hate it with a vengeance. So I put that off, I put that off, I put that off. And then I say, oh my God, they bought that a bloody week ago. <laughs> and I haven't yeah. sent it out yet. So I, try, I, so I did one little bit of structuring. I took all the buy nows off my stuff. And all the auctions end on one day. And then two days later, I look who's paid and I wrap them up. And if they didn't pay within two days, they weren't in a hurry for it anyway, right? So they can wait till the following week. So it's been proactive role rather than react. Well, I reacted to my problem. <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah, okay, I'm hearing lots of things here. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so, Sahira. I'm just going to cross over with a few people. Mindsets, so right. I work from home, but I also work in coffee shops, people's offices. So you have to get yourself into the mindset. So I always need at least four to five minutes to get myself into that mindset so I can be a consultant to work with them. But then I need to get into the mindset of being a mum. <laughs> and that needs structure. Mm -hmm. Touching it. Because if I brought if I brought my work into the house, my kids pull my hard because they know straight away what I'm doing. So I think structure with mindset is so important. Mm. As a structure for a business, if you're working for yourself, I mean, I'm, I am a business. So what I find is, what well is keeping a diary? I keep a logbook. So I keep a logbook of what I'm doing, where I'm focusing, what's going on. So a bit like you were saying, pulling in the time, where your time goes, mm. I find a logbook really helps me consolidate that. It also allows me to start planning what I need to invest time in. Has anyone ever thought about getting an A4 piece of paper and as you're writing down what they do throughout the week in out of yeah, surprise? Yeah. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, Stephen. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was cricket. The structure, I agree with you. First thing in the morning, I get up and I have a to do list. After I meditate, I write down the things that I need to do for the day. So then I've given myself structure immediately. But a prompt for structure with regards to preparing ourselves for what's coming, an insurance pitch is loss of income insurance with coronavirus coming. Um, if you want structure in your system, you have to think about not only how you operate, but how you protect yourself and your business and your staff and your team members and yourself uh, for the longevity. So I'm not sure where everyone's sitting with regards to understanding what might be coming and what might be the effect on our business. Can we control that? I mean, you know, I mean, I've had the tone of that all week, and actually, and all the, it's actually brought. Um, it's it's been quite flat week this week because it's something unexpected that we might have to deal with, and a lot of people aren't prepared for it. Because yeah. so, just yeah. following on briefly on Stephen's thing about that, uh, I was processing a, a client application yesterday online, and now in the medical thing, you just get to a certain point and have you been to China or a person you are associated with since December 2019? It's well, just suddenly appeared. Yeah. Mm. Well, I had a client yesterday ask if his loan application was being put off because of the coronavirus. Jesus. Yeah, the coronavirus things are being affected at the moment. Well, it's already Education, uh, forestry, forestry. Illness may not be here, but the effects of it are here. So much hysteria for nothing. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. It's just a media-driven yeah. hysteria. Yeah. It's no different from the flu, and the flu kills more people. But remember, it is quite a bit. Yeah, I think there's yeah. Remember when they said the world was seconds. round and they proved it was flat? You've got to, you've got to bump up the world economy <laughs> somehow because it's all failing. So you've been reading the wrong books then. Do this theory. Um, I was just going to say that the um, around structure, it's, it's interesting with the coronavirus stuff, it is quite pertinent to businesses to actually step back and. And part of what we do is we've got, I run obviously classes every week and the question that we're looking at at the moment is if I wasn't around because I got sick or what is this structure in my business and then flow on into systems to be able to enable the business to keep going, to be able to function without you in the position it's you're in now. income protection, mate. <laughs> no, key man. Without lying in pockets of insurance. But right. if you don't have the right structure in the business from the outset, then when something comes up that's unexpected, the whole thing's going to fall like a house of cards. You have to have that foundation, that structure underneath that. If you pulled yourself out, God forbid someone had cancer or something like that, maybe you'll get hit by a car. 
would your business be able to keep running? And it won't be able to do that if you've got the right structure in place. Yeah. All okay. the right business, to be fair. Yeah. Sorry. But, uh, All the yeah, right business. You need enough scale true. to be able to do that. Well, yeah, you're on the money there because that's true. I mean, what I what do I do? Um, most of us one man bands. I mean, you're a counsellor, so you're gonna. Go, well, okay, I know you're a life. Well, because it's because of the name label it. I'm a mental fitness. A, a mental fitness consultant. Now, if you're out of the game, what do you do? Can't systemise yeah. that, can you? No. <laughs> yeah, and there's a challenge. Dave is yeah, a public but, speaking coach. But, but yeah, you but, could. Yeah. You can. You, you, can. Can. you, you might that. not be able to see people, but what would stop you is changing your business to offering the same stuff completely online. online. It so could do. That's if you want to. Though. Coronavirus yeah, no, doesn't yeah. affect. So there's yeah. different it's ways. a whole different business. But is her business structured yeah. to actually allow to make that pivot? Yeah, yeah. Chris, that and was going to be. Think about, that was going to be my point to you is you have everybody coming to you, but if we all went to lockdown, you could be providing a service for everybody in lockdown at home. Correct. Doing, and there may be an increase in your business because. You've structured it so everyone's mm. not going to got nothing to do. So then Absolutely. they take on. Yeah, I could do YouTube videos and how to yeah. wire your house and fix it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just the fact you need to sign off. Ah, you don't. My brother was installing a boiler in his house. He's in England the other day, and and something was wrong with it. And it's interesting you talk about that because what he did. Over there, it's snowing and stuff at the moment, so it's hard to get around. <laughs> yeah. He rang his boiler friend, and yeah. on WhatsApp, yeah, he was streaming. He was he was fixing his boiler while his mate was looking yeah. and advising him what to touch and yeah. what to do. There, there is that actually a reg sorry, sorry, check. There is a regulation where if a homeowner can do their own electrical work, oh, shouldn't yeah. be a regulation in my book, but uh, it's a regulation. You can actually do your own. Mind you, you surgery like that. You can. can't. You? Yeah, you can't. But you can. I'm not. Advocating yeah. it, but hey, yeah, go for it. Just knock this out. All right, how are we doing on this topic? We've got 25 minutes left. Uh, so we're talking about the people's experiences with structure. It was really good. What was the other part of the meeting that we used to talk about? Well, you said there's three other parts. Problems. Problems uh, without having structure, potentially could be chaos. 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 Right. Stress. Um, tips that we've got so far is maybe yeah, write down what you do. Yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah. Without structure, you wouldn't have it because you don't care because you don't know that you're Oh, yeah, you're probably blissfully. Yeah, blissfully. Watch my business just under. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Actually, I've got a daughter like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, okay, I don't know. I think structure helps help. cash flow. If you've got good structure, then I think it makes it easier to maintain your cash flow. It's about certainty. Yes. Structure, is it? Mm. Yeah, David's got uh, something to say. Yeah. Yeah. Hold it. Just wait your horse there, mate. No, he's talking. Right. Horse trainer. <laughs> I just trainer. remember when I was in the oil industry, uh, a number of my clients used to be petrol station and garage operators. And this, this, what used to happen, and this is a reflection of the structure, was that guys were good mechanics. Okay, they were good under cars fixing stuff. They weren't any good at accounting or doing their accounts and getting their stuff out on time. So very often, either they didn't charge people or they undercharged people, if that matter, sometimes may have overcharged them. And the reality of it is, as part of your structure, it's got to be your systems so that they help maintain the structure and keep it going. I have stopped using traders before because they wouldn't invoice people for weeks. Yeah. yeah, 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 it's good. I like that. Um, Rob, help. do you want to talk? Thanks, Rob. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Maybe that one was right. It's the answer. Don't give him too many balls, he'll talk oh, yeah. as much. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, mate. I'm, I'm just right. hearing that, that structure, planning, and, and culture are actually all you know, interrelated, maybe even the same thing. But uh, you know, like the interesting thing that I'm taking out is that it would be quite interesting if we um, were to fill in our calendars slash diaries of what we actually did through our working day, you know, like, or even outside our working day, which was work related, to find out where are we spending our time, you know, like, and just you know, like to do that for a week. And have a look after a week to say, you know, what did I actually do? 
you know, where did I spend my time? Where, where, where would I have spent my time if I had... If, if I was looking at my diary as if it was someone else's diary, what advice would I have given them based on what I'm looking at? And I think that would be a good thing to do. But then, even if we were to challenge ourselves to do that for a week, do that kind of business coaching to ourselves, and then think, next week, this is where I should spend my time, and if I've exhausted the amount of time that I, I should be doing on one aspect of my business, I'm not allowed to do that for the rest of the week. Mm. I need to turn that down and get into that discipline which linked in with last week. <laughs> I can't say what I'm thinking. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll go to Mark, the guy that's really yes, nice. And I'll ignore the violence. Um, picking up on the structure thing, you know, I think most people here have got a pretty good understanding of the structure that they need in their business, whether they're sole operators or have a small team um, around them. But a, a thing that um, was mentioned right at the start by Danny, which was that even coaches need, even coaches, <laughs> behave yourself, even coaches need coaches. Um, I'm the fourth year into my business, and it was at the end of last year I, I got a, a business coach, mentor, aka sounding board, critical friend, to just sort of sit down with me and unpack what I currently do. Um, for me to talk about what I think I'm doing and where I'm going and it was really useful to get that reflection back so I'd encourage uh, everyone if you haven't already done so to do that with someone that you trust uh, and it could be a paid person or, or someone else mm. to really have a, a, an outside view of what's happening within your business and beyond. You don't know what you don't know. I, I think that's something that's really important to think about that if you don't get, I call it help or support or understanding on what you're thinking. I mean, it's just such a waste of time, isn't it? And it doesn't have to be a paid person. No. Mm. It can just be a sound. You can talk to me, guys. It can be anyone. I've got a friend and I talk to my dad a lot mm. about business stuff. Mm. I'm enjoying it. I do it. All right, we've got um, Chris. Just and on Dean. Mr. Woolley's coming around uh, trying to work out your times. There's some really simple just a tip for you. You can download like seven day trials of software that you can chuck on your PC or your phone or both and it will just record what you do all oh, through the day. Honest answer. Oh, oh, exactly. it's like, it's like right? a stalker. Because honestly if you try if you try and record it yourself inevitably you'll skip things or you'll you'll make it seem longer than it actually is. But it's really interesting if you chuck it on for like seven days a piece of software and it's just monitoring what you're doing and your activity that you're actually busy at the computer or you're on the phone and things. Spend and four hours on the loop. Then yeah. to look back at that and actually get that analysis completely of what your day is like and maybe you're taking breaks every 15 minutes and you don't even realise it or you're quite actually spending a lot more time on here than you thought. Suddenly you get that perspective and you haven't actually had to sit you know, doing time and motion doing. study. Yeah, what? and it How works. What, what sort of software is it called? What, 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 what do you search for to find that software? Uh, you just do a time management. Time management, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and I think it's like a pie yeah. in a way, isn't it? All right, we're um, our staff, team. It's really good. Yeah. Sorry, team, if you want to track what they're doing. Team. Right, Dean. Um, I've, got a, I've got a team and I've been trying for years to systemise my business. Um, not something that naturally comes easy to me, so there's a couple of neurons missing. Um, <laughs> so but, it makes you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm trying to, but anyhow, we've come across some software that we are now using. One's called Lucid Charts, mm -hmm. and that forms little diamonds and squares, and you've got yep. lanes. Yep. So one lanes for admin, and yeah, that's the task the admin do in there. And then if the client's gonna well, needs a quote, it flows down to the estimator, and you, you you map this out, right? And it's been it's a wee bit of been a light bulb for me in my business. So we've now mapped out different sections of our business for heat pumps, um, renewable energy, general servicing, and projects. Um, so we've got that, and now now it's actually starting to make sense to me how you create this structure. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. Um, so then I, I go to a little each diamond or square or rectangle and we go, okay, what's the script we have yeah. for when the phone call comes in or what's our fixed pricing list? Yeah. Does it cost you money? So, 
No, it's free. I, I paid right, about five hundred bucks to do the first one for us. <laughs> it's yeah. about ten dollars a month if you yeah. want to buy a subscription. Mm -hmm. So that's that's one thing we're using, and the other thing I use is Asana, which is about projects. You can create a project with tasks for different people, and I link them all into that same project. And then Asana, don't look at it because most of them are. I should have done two days ago. But, um, <laughs> that's the other one. <laughs> so I'll catch up. I'll catch up. So what was the name of the first one you mentioned? Lucid, Lucid Chart. Lucid Chart. Somebody write and, that down. But and, that's a, good. and Asana is the sort of a task management thing. Asana. And everyone can link into that. Yeah, so they're two things I use. They help me. Not, obviously not 100%. <laughs> but yeah. they help. Um, yes. And the other, the other thing I do want to say is because of my nature, I want to get to a point where I've got enough structure where I can have some time in the week where there's no fucking structure. Because I like to be able to have space and think I'm a big picture thinker and I like to understand you know, what's important, blah, blah, blah. So but that is structure, I, you're saying. Yeah. I know that, demands. but I get I feel better the fact that I call it no structure. <laughs> makes me feel better. Good. That I have that. Yep, that's it. Right, yeah. Cool. Um, Oh, right. Helen. Oh, sorry. Helen, oh, I have to go to Lisa, and then um, and then we go in uh, technical stuff, and then Chris, and then and then we'll come back. Okay. Um, what Dean was saying, I downloaded Asana, and um, I probably lasted about two days with it. Right. Yeah. And, um, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. And I see something come up, and go, yeah, I must do that, and then I do something else. So <laughs> my structure is very loose, but it does work for me. Yeah. Um, things like I. I would put in there, okay, do emails first, do this, do that. But if I get, I've been getting loads of grumpy, grumpy emails, and I'm just like, I cannot deal with those I in won't the morning. See you anymore, Helen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they go to the end of the day now because I've just had enough of grumpy people. Yeah. So. Um, but you got flexibility. You have to have flexibility, yeah. and I have a lot of flexibility in my day because if I'm processing orders and I have 20 more orders than the day before. I just keep going. I'm in a flow, and yeah. I don't want to interrupt that flow and go. I've only got an hour to do orders, and then I've got to do this. I yeah, my structure is quite loose, but I tend to do the same things but each day. But you're a task completer, though. Yeah, I mm. am a task completer. Oh, that's completer. Uh, that's yeah. a good topic. Do you not worry about like is it not on your mind in the morning that you've got to deal with those grumpy emails in the afternoon? No, because generally I'll do them. I do do some in the morning. Mm the nice emails and then I do the grumpy ones later because I'm not mindset, I'm not in the right Delegate. mindset. Yeah. Delegate. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to be in the right mindset. See, I'm a, I'm a soldier. <laughs> so, um, so I'm a soldier. I prefer to get in there and get the, the negative stuff first and, and destroy through it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to eat the frog first. I'm eating the frog yeah. last. Yeah. All right, um, we're going, uh, we've given up the ball. Yeah, I know. There's a ball. Wait, right, stay focused. We had the list. Who are we up there? You go next because I've lost my phone. Ow. You've lost your Oh, the only thing I was going to say about structure was because I'm not a structured person myself, I've been trying to make templates and that kind of stuff to, to work with and to use. So, yeah, templates to me is a, is a way to become structured. It allows you also to keep it consistent record of things. Gee, I start a task and I break it into whatever parts I need to and I, I <coughs> last year I was going to become a dating coach, right? Whacked out a website, uh, started some content and thought about the whole structure of the building and then something didn't click and didn't gel, couldn't get it going and two weeks ago I deleted it. Well, we that was one two. of those penguin ideas. Very cute, but it's never going to fly. Now. Yeah, no, thank you. We got to. Uh, yeah, no, no. But the next thing. No, no. Listen. So the next, the next task, I wanted to start a blog writing service. So I thought out the whole process and how it worked, and, and then there was a gaping big hole in that that idea as well. So I deleted that as well. But did but, you delete everything, or have you just like put it on hold? Because no, I delete everything because if a task isn't done in a year, it's not feasible. It's an idea. But everything I start, I need to finish. But every time I start something, I don't start it without an end picture. So that's your personality trait, though. Yeah. Penguin. And penguin. I like that. I'm going to use mm. that. No, no, you can't. That's copyrighted to Matt James. No. You stole that. Which is. Well, he's my business. He's my business. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, change it to a kiwi. Yeah. yeah. All right. So where are we? Pick it. Um, me. Copyright book. Um, me. Processes going off. What you were talking about about um, templates and stuff. We. I. I'm really lucky because I have a Holly. Now, what a Holly is, is my business partner, who is the most amazing person in the world. 
you can keep that on record. Mm. Um, she's my complete opposite. So I'm big picture thinker. I'm out there, I want to be doing and talking to people and getting stuff done. She's detailed. So yeah. when we first started our business, there was just the two of us. I was out there seeing the clients. Holly's been quietly working along in the background. We've got templates for everything. We've got email templates. We have processes. We have flowcharts. So for the last, well, since the company's been going, been coming up five years this year, but we've been working on all of these processes, and now we're at the, we're at the point that when we hire team members, it's so simple because we've got processes for everything. Um, at the moment in my industry with the FMA, we're going through big changes regulation-wise. And Holly was so proud because we had a meeting with the FMA, a big meeting, and um, they were all going through compliance. We're covering off all the stuff that everyone's only just bringing in because of all of this extra stuff and it really I would never do that myself because that's not my personality trait. Mm. But by having someone like a Holly, yeah. so what I'm trying to say is I'm really lucky to have a Holly, but if you can find someone who's like a Holly, because you can't have mine. <laughs> <laughs> but but equally she's lucky to have a you because yeah. those two complement each other. Yeah. yeah. When we did the um Dale Kamehi one that we had in here, mm -hmm. um we are polar opposites. So we were either going to get on, like we do, or we were going to kill each other. And there's, there's a few times that we've been in the office and one of us is grumpy and the other one said, can you go home? <laughs> or I'm going home. But yeah, it's just those processes are so important. Like if your business that you want to grow and be able to have team members, my big thing for me now is by having those processes that you can then remove yourself, because if one of us actually left, We've got all of the stuff in place mm. that anyone can pick that up. It's like a manual that you can uh, pass to the next great. person. Yeah. 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 Uh, just before we go, David, um, I'm thinking, is it, think about some tasks that you do every day that you could put into a template. I, I'll pick on you, Helen. She often writes an email and says, you wrote something very similar to that, can I have a copy of it? And then I'll use that. And then I, I, I have a link. So, uh, David? Yeah. Just going, going on, is that Lucette is a woman in this yeah. organisation mm -hmm. who can actually do that sort of thing. Okay? Mm. That's the first thing. So within Elite Six, there are people who can help you with that sort of thing if you're not good at doing it yourself. That's the mm. first thing. Second thing is we should all think about having that sort of system in place, especially if we've got a, a larger organisation, because it just means that if you've got those processes in place, your business is easier to sell going down the track yeah. and at the end of the day we've got to be thinking about that sort of thing, okay? Financials and having your systems in place and it makes it grow <coughs> easier sale every time. And a, and a real good place to start with writing systems, because we're talking about structure today, <laughs> is actually just to do some simple frequently asked questions to put on your website because you'll probably find that when you start doing those um, you'll probably realise that you need a public answer to that question and then a processing part of that question for your team members. Hmm. What sort of question like? Well, with, our, with Elite Six, for example, I have 17 um, questions on our frequently asked page, and in the back end of my billing system, I have a knowledge base with the answers to those questions. So, for people, can I put my membership on hold? Uh, just no, you can't. We don't have stop-start memberships because in our industry it isn't feasible for a business networking organisation. So I've even put an explanation on there. But then when I'm writing an email back to a client, I need to put that in a more flowery way. Um, yeah, I can understand your predicament and why you may want to put your membership on hold, but actually the yearly fee, blah, blah, you know. So it's like 50 ways to say bugger off. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And then they go, but I'll be back next month. So then I need to add stop-start. But it's industry dependent because what works with you, what works with me, I mean, we have resources for our clients, but you can just email it to them four times and the fifth time they'll still ask you this similar mm -hmm. question, just a different way to see if they're going to get a different answer. Yeah. But it's just processing and people. And frequently asked questions can literally be your uh, terms of service. Your, uh, you know, or uh, your shipping policy or your privacy policy can cover a lot of that stuff, but no one really reads. Um, and often I have uh, frequently asked questions on my phone. Uh, for example, I get asked, what time's the meeting? Where is it? 
ten times a week. So I just have a cut and paste. But I could actually just have a cut and paste go read the friggin' website. <laughs> but they never read, so they want that personal touch. So, you know, and I spend a lot of my time doing that. So rather than sitting here writing up a text, you know, or um, and getting it wrong and missing out, oh, the address or the day or the time, AM or PM, the amount of times I get asked for, do you have meetings in the PM? And I said, no, I'd like to have a life. Then I tap, tap, better not say that. <laughs> Hello, honey. Helen, Helen, Helen. I have good structure in my business now around financials because I, I've paid for a full-on zero subscription which is really well worth it and I have a really good accountant and prior to that I was doing it in MYOB and that was just a nightmare because so zero is fantastic and having an accountant is fantastic and at first I thought oh I can't afford an accountant but it saved me money. Can't afford yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I had a lady that was struggling with her accounts the other day and I, the first thing I say I interrupted her as I interrupt everyone is how much do you pay per year? And she goes, oh, I understand how much do you pay? She said, $800. I said, pay $2,500 for a, an account and get a decent one. Mm. They'll show more interest in your business. Yeah. The $800 a year accountant is just doing this. He's just doing the bean can at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Right, where we're at, Stephen? Nice shirt, by the Go way. Go, Steve! Um, I used to have structure in my business where I would prioritise... You used to now, no. The, the structure I used to have is I used to prioritise my jobs in order of procrastination. So <laughs> I used to put the ones that I had to do most urgently at the bottom. <laughs> and then I used to bring the ones that were least urgent to the top. So I had a few of And what I used to do is the first thing I'd write on my list is write a list so I could cross it off. Um, so then what I've had to do is I've realised... But you read right away. Yeah, I was already in front of the game. What I've actually had to do is turn my structure upside down. So what I've been doing is get shit done, is my new piece of paper that I do, and I take everything that I was procrastinating on for the longest period of time and put it at the top of the list. Eat your frog first. Yes, it's a good book to read. So what I've been doing now is finding what's the biggest issue that I have to do and do it first. And when I do it, I realise, why did I procrastinate? Because it only took me half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And I was you always a month ago, I should have done it. Um, and that's giving me freedom. And it's it's my, my mindset's getting bigger. And now I'm looking for the things that I should have done and haven't done and it's really changed. Well, it becomes time. empowering, doesn't it? Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. A, a nice thing I heard was we we're talking about to-do lists in a way and then I listened to a some speaker, if he's listened to podcasts, I'm not stealing your content, I'm recycling it. And they said before they went to bed at night, they went and got five things that they must do for the next day. Yeah. And then they woke up with a purpose. Yeah. And then that was their task just to get those and then they accomplished more. I, I think it was a four hour week book actually. Say the Liam tonight at 8.6 was my highlight of the day. Oh, I'm sure he'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so, gone yeah. out. We're um, pushed for time. We've got three more quick things. Uh, Rob, that's quick. Uh, yeah, right. I'm going to talk about your your website that you couldn't get through to the other Just side. So there was a, a behavioural psychologist called B. Skinner who put a mouse into a box put a tunnel off it. Have I told anybody no, this story? No. Please do. Right, had, had cheese at the end of the tunnel and a shop pad that the mouse had to walk over to get the cheese. And he tested the the stress levels of the mouse or the rat, whatever it is. And um, because the rat wanted the cheese, wanted to approach the cheese, avoid the shop pad, Went there, thought, no, I'm not going there, but got stressed because he had an approach avoidance conflict. And then, so B. Skinner ended up with another tunnel and another tunnel and another tunnel. Same thing, cheese, had to go over the shop pad. Even though the rat or the mouse is not moving, 
He knows all these tunnels exist. He knows all these things that he wants, but he can't get them. And he gets more stressed and more stressed and more stressed. It's called an approach avoidance conflict. We have it every day we put something off. Every time we come to wanting to do something, but we have the shot pad between us going in and implementing that website or that task or that phone call or whatever it is, that stress, you need to resolve it. And, and as he took the tunnels back, the stress went down. We need to shut our tunnels. And I think that, that sometimes we need to go to the tunnel and resolve it. Whether we decide we are not doing this website or I am definitely doing this website and I'm going to work through and stick at it until I work it out. Mm. But we need to resolve these things. And, and David Keane, who's got a book out called The Art of Deliberate Success, I went to a seminar years ago, he said, he studied CEOs and he said the ones who do their emails at the start of the day, he knows will be the least effective CEOs. There you go, I'll do mine at the end of the day. Uh, cool, right, Helen? Um, just following on from handwriting and diaries and things like that, Danny laughs at me and, and said, why do you write things down? But I actually, I really love writing things down. And one of the reasons is, I can see it, it's right there. If it's in my phone, my phone goes black and then I can't see what's there. Same on the computer. I love to write it down and then I have great pleasure in um, rubbing it out and you know putting a cross through it. I've done it, you know? And so I can visually see it and that's what I like doing, so yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple of things. One, and the advantage of that is it gets it out of your head. Yeah. And it gets onto paper and all of a sudden now it's a whole lot more real and yeah. there's less, less you have to stress about. Yeah. But the other thing, I've just recently started using um, Microsoft's um, project. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, I have Sorry. some mixed feelings about it because I'm not a Microsoft fan. But oh, the day, I don't have any mixed feelings about it. <laughs> <laughs> if Apple was a religion, I'd join it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Microsoft, I wouldn't. Do you know what my Microsoft password is? I hate Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right, okay. Well, anyway, on that note, um, I've Sorry, Bill. Anyway, because I'm dealing with a larger company and that's all they use. And so I have to kind of bite the bullet and do it. But in working through all the different tasks that are in front of me in terms of a show home coming up, it's really interesting to sit there and go through them all and think, oh, there's a gap there. I should be doing this or that. And I've been trying to think how I can actually apply the same thing across to... Uh, from a business point of view, so because you do get the ability to sort of start, stop, shift things along, and this impacts on that, and so on. It mm. seems to be an interesting way to work. I'm just not quite sure how to apply it to business. That's mm. cool. That's fun. Uh, that's cool. That's where the ball's gone. The um, thing uh, we started off with was structure, and we started talking about systems. Thanks, Sean. That's good. I think systems are good. Uh, so we sort of went off target a wee bit. If um, I'm thinking that accountability could be a good topic, um, why don't we? hold ourselves accountable for some tasks that we should be doing and voice it and then uh, make it happen or do we need a whole talk on accountability or do you really want to talk about guilt which I really did want to talk about next week. Well why don't you cover guilt? I think it was Sahara who talked about a business mindset. Mindset? Business mindset. Business mindset. What about our individual business mindsets or even those with Danny, this morning you mentioned it at our other meeting and I made a comment about maybe you're the only one in the room that feels guilt because everyone else was saying, well, I don't. They just <laughs> I remember. I do. I'm having the afternoon off today. I'd still feel guilty about it if somebody rung me up and they said, where are you? I'm having the springs in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, I've got guys working. Nope. Yeah. Five time time off, I'm taking a guilty bit on. Yeah. So I'm better than I was, but certainly, yeah, there was a when I changed from being a mother that could ditch your kid until six o'clock to a mother that had to not do that, right. So we're, we're a bit over time. I just want to say takeaways for today. What did we get out of this meeting? Highlights. Businesses need structure, but we apply them in different ways depending yeah. on us. Yep. Yep. I like the business. It's copyrighted to Matt Jones. Matt Jones, Templates. Templates. Excellent. And next week, topic? Uh, what did we just say, David? Mindset. Business mindset. Business mindset. Business mindset. Excellent. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please leave comments. And uh, if you have to run away, I'll just stop in the podcast. Thanks.